Greg and Josh are not paid critics. They are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They are just two nerds that love to talk about internet shows. However, they're still going to tell you about what they think. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the latest episode of All Queued Up. In five, four, three, two, one. Infected penis tips. Hey guys, welcome <laughs> to another episode of All Queued Up. <laughs> It's not the first time Josh has done that. You're gonna have to put that into the, you know, edit that into the intro. Just FYI. Uh, but why the fuck not? I've done it before once or twice. <laughs> Guys, my name is Greg Dietz. I'm your host, and with me always is Josh Fisher. How are you doing, buddy? Uh, man, I'm I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Uh, uh, had a rough week, but it's 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 improving. How That's are good. you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm a little overwhelmed by a lot of stuff right now, uh, but. Uh, I'm getting Sounds through it. Sounds like it. I mean, the positive thing is I haven't had, because of the new diet, because of like my, my high blood pressure and sticking to low-sodium stuff uh, and, and meditating to reduce the stress and anxiety in my brain, um, I haven't had one of those like tight chest-tightening attacks that I've had, I had over the course of like a year or so. Um, I haven't awesome. had one of those in over a month now. So That's great uh, news. I'm so nice it's so nice to not deal with those i thought maybe like i was gonna have one last night but i was able to meditate it out because i can i can i, I, can, I, I, can, I, I meditate can. things out from time to time <laughs> it requires a, a tissue afterwards and... <laughs> yuck you don't sneeze out of the tip of your dick but you know you can use a tissue those are called sheet sneezes and they're <laughs> nice when you can sheet sneeze into a lady <laughs> But that's how you make a baby. That's that's how you make thick in the warm. Thick Not the if you uh, get your shit cut off first. Just saying. Uh, you know, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Wait, who's that voice? <laughs> I was going to say. I was trying to figure out how to Beyond. segue into introducing Rob, but uh, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, we finally have done it. We've completed the set. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, for the listeners out there that are not aware, this is my castmate from Friday Nights on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel on MPSP Theater, one Mr. Rob Milton. Uh, he's he's more than a castmate. This guy is like my fucking brother. He's family. So glad that he finally had the opportunity to come on the show after whew, about two years of getting him to trying to get him on here <laughs> it, it only required a broken bone to do it <clears throat> yeah in three places <laughs> rob broke his ankle yesterday oops <laughs> <laughs> don't do that job hazard. How, how you doing today man besides the three hairline fractures in your ankle how are you doing fantastic i get to hang out with you gents so that's never a bad thing yeah well hey we don't appreciate the name calling here stop slinging terms like gents around okay Okay. <laughs> something something I've learned from looking into American history, the American Revolution specifically, because thanks to Hamilton, I got really interested in it. Uh, using the term gentleman was not as like a nicety as it is now. Oh no. It was like calling someone like, what's up, buddy? Wanna fucking go? Like it was that it was that equivalent to that. 
gentlemen, let's have another round of fisticuffs. It was it was the polite way of saying asshole. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, that's it. I'm calling everybody at work gentlemen from now on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, that's funny. Um, so if you're new to the podcast, uh, what we normally do here is review review things from internet streaming platforms, give our thoughts and impressions. But today we're doing a regular uninhibited where we're not reviewing anything. Uh, but but next, because I came woefully unprepared for anything review. <laughs> well, we actually have something to review for next week. So yes, um, which is actually going to lead to my first topic. Uh, so next week we're going to uh, uh, be reviewing season two of Umbrella Academy, which Josh and I loved. If you haven't had a mm-hmm. chance to watch season one, now's the time to do it because season two is right around the corner. It actually, loads tomorrow, which would be today as of the re- release of this recording. Exactly. Uh, um, one th- if we can, Greg, if you don't care to add something to it, yeah, we it's can only Transformers War for Cybertron Siege. Just loaded oh, yeah. up today, and I've already watched it all. I watched it in just over two hours. It's six episodes. They're 23 and 24 minutes in length. Oh, perfect. I'll get that done today. It's two um, hours. So I'll get, yeah, I'll get that done today. That's not even a, all right. That's a movie is what that is. It, it, essentially, it is. So... Uh, well, yeah, yeah, we'll do that. We'll review it. Um, all right, there you go. So we're so that actually works out because I, I that goes into the topic. Um, all right. So I was thinking about Umbrella Academy, and my dad and I were while we were door dashing. I, I I started telling him about other graphic novels, and so this question, um, I'll start with one, and then you guys can kind of go into it to kind of maybe think of one. Um, what? graphic novel or even just comic book in general have you not seen made into an adaptation that you think would make an excellent adaptation uh my go-to is uh the lunar brothers the sword um if you haven't read the sword what it's essentially about is uh, a young paraplegic girl um is live is is like just just having dinner with her family three people burst into her house kill her her mom and her sister and then torture her dad asking where the sword is, to which he refuses to tell them. They kill him, uh, set the house on fire, don't kill her, but knock her out of her wheelchair, to which she falls into the basement with like third degree burns and basically dying. She grabs onto something that she sees sticking out of the ground. Suddenly her, paral- her, her paralysis is healed and she, she pulls the this, this, this sword out of the ground and she's completely, oh, pardon me. Uh, that was the coffee, and she's completely fine. Uh, then the rest of the comic is basically her discovering the abilities of the sword uh, and getting revenge for her family. Um, it's really, really well done, in my opinion. I I loved it when I read it the first time, and I would love to see them make a like a Netflix series or just a movie off of it because I think it would work really well. So that hmm. sounds pretty dope, actually. It's, oh, it's so fucking good. Um, but do you guys have now, one in mind that you would love to see? Maybe I actually, I actually have a couple in mind. Uh, I but <laughs> before I before I answer, is it, it has to be something they never had an adaptation of before, or something that could use a new adaptation because the first one was so poor? Either way, I, this is a very loose conversation. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, the first one. Yeah. I've got two. Two right off the top of my head. The first one I think it would be wonderful would be Paper Girls. 
from Brian K. Vaughn. I've not read that. Oh, wow, man. Uh, it was set in 1988. It follows four 12-year-old newspaper delivery girls who encounter an invasion from mysterious time travelers while doing their rounds in the early hours of Halloween morning. Uh, it's a sci-fi mystery. It's full of high-stakes tension and emotional and witty drama with a diverse set of incredibly well-drawn young female characters leading the charge. I'm just reading a brief synopsis of it. Um, it's fascinating. It's really well done, and it you would it kind of would give a Stranger Things vibe in a certain way, but there's also, you know, time travel. Uh, so I think it would be something that would be really cool to be done as a series, a limited series maybe. Um, but the other one, hands down, this is, I think, the greatest graphic novel ever written by Art Spiegelman, Mouse. Oh, you stole mine. <laughs> Sorry. So, but you're it, right. As I think I had uh, a friend's copy of that, but I'm drawing a blank if I did. Hold on. Look at Mouse is Spiegelman's postmodernist memoir about his father's heartbreaking experiences as a Polish Jew and Holocaust survivor. It was the first ever graphic novel to win a Pulitzer Prize back in 1992. But what it does, it depicts all Jewish people as mice. German I did have borrowed from cats. Yeah. German citizens are cats. Friends. Polish citizens are pigs. And the book takes a unique but devastating approach to illustrating one of the most traumatic events in modern human history. Um, done well. And it could provide an unfortunately critical reminder of the dark consequences of dehumanizing people based on their ethnicity, sexuality, religion, or race. Um, yeah, man. Mouse, if you have never read Mouse, that is outside of one of my personal favorites. And when somebody says, if you've never read a comic or a graphic novel before, what would you recommend for somebody that doesn't want to read superhero stuff? Mouse, hands down, first one. Wow. Um, absolutely. I need to see if I still have that borrowed somewhere because I know that my friend loaned me two whole trades of it and I never read it but I don't know if he took it back or not. Yeah, you, said mouse, find out, man. you said mouse and I was, you know, spelling it how you normally spell it. But I, then I remembered that it's M A no, M A M U A S. No, M A U S M A M A U S the German spelling of mouse pronounced mouse. Right. Um, <laughs> poor, poor Nick. He used to always think it was pronounced Moss. <laughs> and I, I would argue with him. We had an argument on air. It's like, Nick, it's pronounced mouse. He's like, no, it's not. It's not spelled that way. I was like, that's the German spelling of mouse. That was literally, uh, I, I, we were arguing it on live, and I messaged our buddy Tim K from Germany. I'm like, Tim, how do you say this? And he sends back a voice clip with mouse. Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was funny uh, as hell. Shout out to Tim. I love that dude. Yeah, I, I, I love Tim as well, man. He's going through a difficult time right now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to put his personal business out there, but he's a friend in need. Um, you know, hit, hit me up if you want to help. I'll just say that. Um, yeah. He's, well, I'm just going to go ahead and say it because... 
you know, he's he's posted it. He's made it public knowledge. He lost his mother uh, to cancer. And he and his father, he's he's in Germany. He's facing unemployment. His father, you know, just cleaned him out, caring for his mom. It's cleaned him out, and they need funds for her burial. And uh, he's he's got to go fund me up, and he's trying to raise funds for his mother's burial. So I'm going to put that in the notes down below. Uh, sad time for a lot of people. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. My, my heart goes out to Tim. Uh, I love you, dude. Uh, you know, and I hope we can see each other again as soon as this pandemic's over. Because it's not fair that you're all the way over there and I'm all the way over here. And uh, I miss you. Well, we could get over this faster if, you know, people would put on their fucking masks and stay home more often. The rest of the world's I'm telling you, dude. I know, but fucking Americans, man. I mean, I'm sorry. I know we're Americans, but I'm not one of these people like, oh, I'm a proud American. I'm American by choice of this is the personality that was attached to the sperm that impregnated the vagina I was deposited in. Um, Okay. Woo! Go that one. Um, So... (laughs) I mean, what the fuck? It's just like, okay, here you are. You're going to be born in the shithole taint of Virginia. And, you know, these are the family members you're stuck with. And this is the economic situation you're born into. Okay, great. Yeah. Oh, you're an American. Okay. And what does that mean? Well, God loves you more than anybody on the planet. No, that's not how it fucking works, people. Wear a goddamn mask. Get your shit together. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> You're right. I was uh, while while you were saying that, I was just kind of, I was looking at Twitter for like half a second, and somebody liked a post from uh, a congressman in uh, Florida. Or no, he's not a congressman. He's running for Congress. Uh, but he he tweets out in in total seriousness on Twitter. Uh, there are now uh, uh, they are now introducing a great deal of anime porn into the internet matrix. Dragon Ball Z is one of the top issues here. They are sexualizing what? cartoon characters to push a depraved agenda on our kids. What's next? Where will it end? If you find this 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 post, don't read the comments because people are just posting oh. the worst like like <laughs> rule thirty four shit you could possibly imagine. What's like, gonna happen? One... Oh. Wait, what's gonna happen when this dude <laughs> discovers hentai? <laughs> Oh my God! That's what they're well, that's, that's, that's what like, they're doing. <laughs> you know what? You know what Rule Thirty Four is, don't you, Rob? What's Rule Thirty Four? If it exists, there's point if, of it. Oh yeah, yeah. Rule Thirty Four of the Internet is: if it exists in real life, there is a porn of it on the Internet. So, uh, of course, that's one here that made me laugh. Is it's a it's a, <laughs> it's a picture of. Uh, Wreck It Ralph uh, and um, Fix It Felix, and they're <laughs> they're docking each other. Oh, <laughs> oh dear my God! God. <laughs> it's Wait. fucking killing me. <laughs> oh wow! So is one of them one of them cut and one of them not cut? I can't see all of uh, uh, oh, Felix, okay. Fix It Felix's dick. Like it's it's in it's in his other. It's in. 
uh, uh, Wreck-It Ralph's gigantic. I can send it to you if you really want to see it. No, no. <laughs> Sorry, right, sir. I don't want to start getting emails from various like hentai sites. And... Oh I appreciate God. the offer. Thank you. Oh, it's so funny. It's but... just so much porn on this. <laughs> and he has he used his Dragon that... Ball as an example, a show that's been around for over 20 fucking years. Now they're trying to introduce this and ingrain it. It's like, it's been around for a while, man. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, Dragon Ball itself, as, a, as an entire franchise, has been around for, I believe, close to 40 years now. Yeah. Uh, it was created in 84. So 84. So same year as Transformers, same year as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, same year as the Gremlins. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out where he's getting porn from Dragon Ball aside from the fan art. I don't know where that thread is. <laughs> that thread was that was too, I he must have looked at deviantart.com, right? <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Anyway, back to the topic. Good gravy. We got way off base there. Uh, it happens. Uh, do you have any examples of adaptations you'd love to see? See, I my issue is most of the stuff that I read graphic novel wise has all been adapted already. Like I grew up reading the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Eastman and Laird stuff, the originals, the old black yeah. and white ones. Mm. Josh already brought up Mouse. That's that would have been top of my list. Everything else I read is manga, and most of that gets some sort of an adaption. Yeah. But I. Do want to see an update to Initial D? Yeah, that'd be awesome. I don't want to. I want it to be traditionally animated, like the original show, just updated. Yeah, I don't don't want them to do like it's all three D animated now, but it looks like it was you know rushed because it's show. Right. No, I, I I legit or a proper live action version of it. I tried to watch the one that's out, and it's meh. Because that's got a really badass storyline to it i mean cool cars and and shit aside the story behind initial d is pretty good um i that i guess because the other the other comic that or the other graphic novel that i had that i read that i would love to see made into at least a movie uh the the comic isn't funny but it's also kind of sexist so I think you could rewrite the story slightly and make it a comedy. But have you ever heard of the, of, it's just called Girls. Mm-mm. So what it is, because strap in for this one. Um, <laughs> uh, a young man who broke up with his girlfriend um, is drinking at a, at a bar. And uh, he decides to drive home afterwards and on his way home next to a farmhouse, because he also lives in a very rural area. um, There's a young woman on the side of the road, a young woman on the side of the road, very naked. And uh, he swerves out of the way and he like almost hits her. He goes, he stops his car, he goes to talk to her. She doesn't speak. She doesn't speak at all, but she's all over him. And he's like, oh, well, okay, like, like what? Well, I don't know what happened. Get into my car, and we'll we'll head to my house. So he takes her home, um, and he's trying to help her out, but she's just trying to fuck him, hardcore. Um, and he he just can't he can't hold it back any longer, so he has sex with her. Um, he uh, he passes out, and the next morning he 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 leaves to go get supplies to to give clothes to her or whatever. 
He comes back and she's laid eggs inside the house. Okay. What keep the in, fuck? Keep in, mind, keep in mind, she doesn't speak at all. She doesn't like no noises come out of her mouth. Um, but yeah, she's laid like eight eggs. They all hatch and they're just copies of her. Uh, <sighs> he can't figure out what the fuck is going on. Uh, so as the comic progresses, now, are they are they fully grown adult copies of her? Yes. That sounds like some wow. species level shit. <laughs> kind of. Um, uh, so the rest of the comic goes as this, and I'm going to summarize it as best I can. Uh, the 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 spacecraft that landed in a farm field near where she came out is it, it's the shape of a sperm, and it puts a impenetrable impenetrable dome across the city and destroying the the bridge that the the island is on or that they live on, um, and. As the comic progresses, it's made evidently clear that the girls only have interest in the men because they can reproduce, but they will kill the women. So when um, a lot of the civilization is, is, just, is killed because of the bridge collapse and other things, um, the remaining uh, 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 population goes to this little farmhouse and they end up eating all of this woman's food and she's furious about it. Um, but uh, a lot of the men like look at these girls and are just instantly infatuated and, and want to have sex. As a matter of fact, on the way there, there's a guy who gets like grabbed by them. They leave him behind. They just straight leave him behind. Hmm. And uh, he shows back up later and he was like, I had to fight my way through him and blah, blah, blah. And then uh, as the comic progresses, like there's a huge number of the girls, right? And he has to admit that he fucked like eight of them. <laughs> oh man! Uh, um, it turns into like a like a man like a like the the women versus the men sort of thing. Um, that that, then, that I hate to interrupt. That reminds me of that scene from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. It's like we must get you out of here. No, I, I want to fight them. I can take them all on. <laughs> yeah yeah well that's what i'm talking about it's like it's it's written it's not written like a comedy uh but you can see how this could be turned into a comedy and i think it would work better as a comedy um but the way that they they solve the problem spoiler alert is uh all the women go into the go in and kill all the girls like just guns and crossbows and shit and just kill every single girl when the last one is killed the sperm that was in the that basically created the dome it just shoots a giant beam into space and gets rid of the dome. Um, it kind of like does a, like a, like a month later sort of situation with the people in the town and things are sort of going back to normal. Um, but the last frame of the comic is, uh, uh, it follows the beam into space and it goes to another sperm ship that's about to land on a completely different planet. Weird. So. Very strange, but I always thought of it as like I was like they could make a movie out of this; it'd be great. And now that I'm thinking about like as a you know a much older man, I'm like that kind of sexist, <laughs> just a little bit, just a little bit. Uh, but I think if you were to change it to where like a lot of the situations were more of a dark comedy or just a comedy in general, I think it would really work. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Just I think it could. It just yeah, it's it's. There's certain elements that would need to be changed a bit. You know, maybe it could be both, um, 
you know, both male and female members of the species doing that with the, you know, just everybody can. Like rival aliens and they they need to reproduce to. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The whole race, like the males can impregnate our females and the females, our males, you know, I don't know. There's, I'm sure there's a workaround to where it wouldn't come off as sexist. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think that's, that's kind of what I'm thinking about is like, like it, it at the time it, it was criticized for being sexist. And I remember reading it when I was like, God, I was like 26. I want to say, so it was a long time ago, but when I, I didn't, I didn't think it was sexist when I read it, but then again, you know, I was a much younger man who didn't, no, oh, that was what eleven years ago. Yeah, yeah, it's about that. Um, so, have you guys ever heard of the show? Uh, I think it's just called Once Upon a Time. It was on like ABC or some shit like that. Yeah, Misty. Yeah. Misty used to watch it, and I used to briefly kind of keep up with it just a little bit, but not a lot. So I'm familiar. Uh, it was essentially just fables. <laughs> well, that's that's the problem. Done it, poorly. It was written to be fables originally. Yeah. Uh, and they scrapped it for some stupid... I don't remember why, but it was a really dumb reason, and then they went with that, what they did, because they already had like a lot of it written, so they were just like, let's just change a couple things around. Uh, but that, yeah. that it, like, that's the adaptation of fables. Fables, it sucks. Like, uh, that's if you want to see said. a good it's, adaptation it's of Fables, fa- play the Telltale game, Wolf of, uh, The Wolf Among Us. Well, what did you say? I. That's what I said, Wolf Among uh, again, Us. Well, the reason I was saying... Yes, the reason I was saying it was Fables was because... Uh, it didn't It didn't follow what Fables was. Like, in, in the show, it was like they could go for no... like no particular reason they left their their fantasy world and 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 have Mm -hmm. ours there was no reason that they left the fantasy world in fables there's a reason yeah there's a reason they're to live in new york um and also fables is a lot more graphic which i liked uh absolutely so i just i would like to see like maybe a netflix adaptation of fables would be better Oh yeah, hundred uh, percent. Yeah. That was a. I think that was a primetime show for a while, wasn't it? Like on ABC or some shit. It's yeah. If I'm not mistaken, it's still going on. Is it? Probably. I don't know for sure. I think so. I know Misty was watching it there hardcore for a while, and it, it just started getting not good. <laughs> That's one of those ones well, Tip was as, watching, as opposed. I... Yeah, just. Uh, uh, Tiff was watching it. I tried. It's like, mm, no. <laughs> I have better things to do with my time. Because <laughs> the thing I liked, again, the thing I liked about the Fables comic was that everything made sense in a, in a way. Where, like, it was like, if you're a animal-related character, like uh, the Three Little Pigs, a Big Bad Wolf, yada, 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 you had to have an enchantment to look human to live a regular life in New York City. Because you're yeah. in the real world. Um, and if you couldn't afford um, a potion, you had to go up to the farm. Um, 
that concept was so was just awesome to me and that there were animal creatures that lived in new york but they were hidden um like uh there was a toad creature i don't i don't remember what the character was but he he lived in like some condo in the middle of new york and uh nobody knew that that's who he was but everyone knew his name uh yeah again like like josh said like if you haven't played wolf among us play that if you want to know what fables is like what it's about it takes place before the comic even starts um so you're not being spoiled by anything but it is it is a good adaptation of the comic i don't know do you call that an adaptation i didn't even realize that's well, what that it's, was it's a it's a video game prequel uh, I wouldn't call it an adaptation of the comic, but it is set in that universe, so it'd be a prequel to me. I'll, I'll put it this way, Rob. Um, something they probably have never done once upon a time, but they'll do in Fables, is in the first episode, a very prominent ca character, I won't say who, gets decapitated, and her head is just placed in front of the Ministry of like fantasy-based characters, just as like a warning. Whoa. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. Like it's that much it's that much darker than Once Upon a Time. Which is why I love it. Yeah, Netflix or HBO needs to do that one then. Absolutely. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. I'm trying to think of any other adaptations that haven't been made into a movie. I I was thinking of one a second ago, but now I've lost it. Well, I'm hoping that they can get their shit together and get this Why the Last Man done. Oh, yes, that was the one I was uh, thinking of. Thank um, you, Josh. Because Brian K. Vaughn just does wonderful shit. And, you know, who knows? We might get something good. We, we might not. I know that Dan Trachtenberg was supposed to direct it for a while there, which I don't know what happened with that, but. He's not anymore. Oh, that thing. It's it's in development hell, dude. Development yeah. hell. Unfortunately. Uh Rob, did you ever read did you ever read Why the Last Man? Mm -mm. It's an interesting concept. Oh. Like a like a, a, a virus or a, some kind of mutagen hits the earth at the exact same time, and every single male in the in the snap of a finger is killed at the exact same time. Oh. Except yeah. except young York. <laughs> Uh, York is uh, and his a, and and his and his capuchin monkey ampersand, right? <laughs> what? Yeah. So so York yeah. and ampersand uh, then have to basically embark on a journey to uh, not uh, be murdered, but also figure out what the fuck is going on. And the entire cast of characters is female, other than York, and they are like a it's, lot of them are fucking badass. Yeah. I'm going to have to check that out now. It's a it's very good. fun comic. I loved it. I owned it for a while there. And like like two of my favorite comics for a hot minute there, uh, one still being my favorite, is Preacher. Oh, um, Preacher is good. That got an excellent adaptation on a I AMC. Um, I agree. <laughs> It was it was it was short too, which I appreciated. Like they, it was like four seasons and it was done. I was like, oh, thank God! Like, I wouldn't want this to go ten fucking seasons, like, like another uh, adaptation that AMC did. Yeah, then, yeah. Right. Won't won't mention any names. Fucking <laughs> did. Um. <laughs> so apparently, they're going to be doing 
another uh, Walking Dead adaptation that's going to be a series of movies. Called, uh, and it's going to be exclusively about that's Rick. That's going to be the Rick. Yeah, yeah, because they wrote him out of the show, and everybody on the show thinks he's dead, but he's not. Oh, uh, because Bri- was... uh, no, I almost said Brian K. Vaughn. Um, the guy who wrote it, what the hell is his name? Robert Kirkman. Robert Kirkman, thank you. Uh, Robert Kirkman said he was going to be ex- like very um, much involved with it. Yeah. Well, so, they fucked up his comic so bad from what they did on the show. I loved so, yeah, what I would uh, want to be involved with it too if I were him. The guy that uh, directed like season one, um, Frank Darabont. I loved Frank what Darabont. he did, Frank Darabont. Yeah, I, I, I did. You hear what he was going to try to do with season two? Yeah, like I would have loved to see. Awesome. That. And don't get me wrong, I really enjoyed the show. The first six seasons I thought were really good. Season seven, they introduced Negan, and there are a lot of things I like about him. I mean, like, I lo- he's the only good thing about that show, really, his portrayal. But the rest of the show is so shitty, and it's gone to so much. I, I, I had to check out. And when they killed Carl, I was like, oh, fuck this. Because Carl, spoiler alert, but the comic's over. You know, I always said how it should end is Carl sitting around a campfire telling his kids the story of them in their time. Well, it ended with Carl sitting in a rocking chair reading a storybook to his daughter about that. That's essentially how it ended. Almost exactly how I always thought it should end. You stayed with that show a hell of a lot longer than I did. Jesus Christ. I stayed I like, with it through six and a half seasons. Halfway through season seven, I said, fuck it. I, I can't it do it anymore. Season, it's gotten season, shitty. Season two is where it lost me. I, I, I think it might have been season two. It might have been season three, but it was season uh, two was farm. where they were unnecessarily on the farm way too long. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what um, lost me. That was season two. Season yeah. three, season three and part of season four was the prison and the war with the governor. Um yeah, man. I mean, there was some good stuff. Misty still watches it, but I was just like, ah, I got to check out. I can't do it anymore. It was it was too much for me. I was like, the the thing I liked about the thing I liked about the comic was the survival aspect, and less about uh, less about the drama. And yeah. it seemed like all of season two was about the drama. Like they were they were comfortable on the farm, so it became. When I say comfortable, I mean comfortable in regards to no zombies. Um, so it just became this whole thing of like, well, how much you know bullshit can they just deal with? Like, how much, how much drama can they deal with each other? Like, oh, this person cheated on this person. I was like, when did this fucking become a soap opera? Jesus Christ! So I just, I, well, I lost. Uh, you it. know, there was there were elements of that in the comics, but you know, it's I don't mind a little bit. Heavily exaggerated. But- yeah, it's heavily exaggerated when it comes to the show. I just I couldn't do it. I was like, nope, I'm done. I've also lost interest in a lot of zombie-based stuff because it just was oversaturated for a while. Oh, there. God, was it ever. Every game coming out was a zombie or had a zombie mode. Every freaking thing on TV was turning into zombies. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, Tiff I, was really deep into, like, she was watching Walking Dead. She was watching, was it iZombie? And there's another one. Santa Clarita Misty, Diet. 
That's funny though. Uh, that's I, I actually say, fucking awesome. Is that's it? Really, yeah, that's a really like it's not your typical zombie story because much like with I Zombie, the um the main character uh isn't a brain dead zombie. Uh um, no. but it's like it unfortunately it's, it's canceled, but it's if you do choose to watch it, it's really fucking funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. We uh, um, we reviewed it actually on here and yeah. enjoyed it thoroughly. And then, like the day our review came out, they said, "Oh, it's canceled." We're like, "Motherfucker!" Mm-hmm. Yeah, we I were know, just Tiff saying was- what we were hoping for the season four. And- yeah, Tiff was pissed because it did. It ended on some kind of a cliffhanger or some yep. shit too. Yeah, it yeah. did. That's why I was like, I'm, I'm like, if you choose to watch it, know that it has no ending, but. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's still worth the watch. It's funny as hell. And it's got Tim Oliphant and Drew Barrymore in it. And they're just great in it. Well, let me ask you guys this. Is, is there um, an adaptation that was made that you would like to see them do differently? Yes. Tank Girl. Oh, hell yeah. Give us more okay. Tank Girl. Who do you think could play Tank Girl now that would work? Oh, honestly, wow. honestly, I would love to see Rose or uh, 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 what's her name? Not Rose McGowan, but um, oh, she's a bit older now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking about the chick from Orange is the New Black that played Black Batwoman that just left. Oh, uh, uh, Ruby Rose, uh, Ruby Rose, Ruby Rose. Her. Oh, I'm. Uh, I, I could see that working. I actually also want to see her play a female version of the crow and a new adaptation of the crow. Oh, (laughs) that may be the readaptation. I don't mind so much because I don't want them to ever, ever, ever redo that movie ever. Dude, that movie is my favorite movie of all time. That's my favorite graphic novel of all time. Um, Oh man. I'm, I I realize it's not a great movie. It's good. If if that's your thing. Phenomenal. Dude, that movie has issues, and you know it. it, it to to say it's phenomenal is overselling it. It is I, a beautiful. I choose story. to ignore them. <laughs> I say, well, I acknowledge like them and still space. love it all the same. Like me saying, Space Jam's a phenomenal movie. <laughs> like, there's I like Crow, oh, but God. let's be honest here. <laughs> I mean, um, come on, it has the best line ever. Caw, caw, bang, fuck, I'm dead. <laughs> wow. It's been a long well, time since I've watched The Crow and uh, forgot that that line was in the movie. So thanks for reminding me of that, Rob. What's your name, Skank? Yeah. How's that make you feel? Feel like a little worm on a big fucking hook. Big fucking hook. <laughs> like a little worm on a big, a big fucking, hook. fucking hook. I actually met somebody a long time ago that stated that the uh, the sequel to that was better than the first movie. What? Yeah. Yeah. They're we had a drugs. long we had a long conversation about it because they were like, "I'm telling you, like it's better. It's just got a better plot." And they were just making a big deal about. It. I was like, "Oh my god, meth is a hell of a drug." Who, who is <laughs> who is this person? And where I can I no, mail them a punch in the dick? I'm no longer friends with them, but they had very strange opinions about a lot of things, including but not limited to the Crow being sequel being better. I made it halfway through the second Crow movie three times before I finally finished it. And it was just a matter of 
okay, I've got enough beer. I can finish this bullshit now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not the yeah, alcohol just... can get you through a lot of really shitty movies. Oh, um, yeah. Apparently it gets people through shitty relationships, too. Oh, I went hey. through. It's getting me through this fucking presidency. Um, oh, did I'm you gonna... see this morning? He suggested delaying the election. Yes. It's not going to happen. <sighs> I mean, he, he suggested you know. a lot of things that are uh, oh my favorite thing completely off topic but this is hilarious to me so him and Don Jr. decided to promote this doctor and I use quotation fingers on doctor oh who, Dr. Emmanuel uh, yeah um, did you see this what? Rob yeah I've so it's if, popped up in my feed and I'm choosing to ignore it all <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Rob, Rob tries to ignore it and I agree so this isn't, uh, you know. this isn't per se political. This is more funny to me. But uh, she's the doctor that says hydrochlorox... Hydrochloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine can cure COVID. That's why they're promoting her. But what I saw trending on Twitter while I was sitting in a Wendy's yesterday morning was uh, it said demon sperm. That was one of the trending topics on Twitter. Oh, yeah. This is the demon sperm lady. Yeah, I had to look into this. I had no idea. Yep. (laughs) She literally... You get get the impression she's going to jump out in front of the camera and go, Hi, everybody! Yeah, no kidding. Like... So the, the, the fucking, oh my God, the one that killed me was... um, So the demon sperm thing is just that people are having sex with demons in their dreams. Okay, fine. The crazier part to me is that she believes that our medical industry is using alien DNA to inject into people to make them be uh, to not be religious anymore. Yeah, a vaccination of your religion gene <laughs> from alien DNA. You this is why that video needs to be taken down because nothing out of her mouth is credible. Nothing. So, wow. Yeah. Uh, that's just bad information, man. In a time when that's a, it's a dangerous time to put out bad information about the Rona. The, the problem um, is, all I can do is laugh. All I can do is laugh because when people who yeah. think that they're so smart sit there and 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 like will will retweet the video of her talking about hydrochloric and I'm just like, are you also going to back her thing about demon sperm and alien DNA? Are you going to do that or is are no no because it's crazy? Cool, 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 cool. Just wanted to make sure we're on the same page on this. <laughs> anyway, so, tank, oh, so tank girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ruby Rose is, give me, give me, give me Ruby Rose's in uh, a new adaptation of Tank Girl as an ongoing series. Uh, make it for one season, uh, so they can recast her in the second season because she won't like the workload. I guess. Um, Somebody's no gonna yell at. Somebody's going to yell at me for this one, but put Margot fucking Robbie in there. She's just crazy enough to pull off the just insane antics of Tang Girl. Nobody can separate her from Harley Quinn now. That's the problem. She's too big for that role. That sucks so bad because she'd actually pull off Tank Girl really well, I think. Oh, I agree. But I don't think she could do it now because of the Harley Quinn fame she's gotten. I don't know, though, because that movie didn't do well at all. So apparently people don't love her a fuck enough. <laughs> um, There's hope. <laughs> I think one of my favorite things about uh, 
the idea of Tank Girl. When I was a kid, I always thought like because I watched the movie when I was younger, obviously. Um, I always thought that Tank Girl looked very dirty. Yeah, she was. Way, like, yeah, no, no, she's just greasy and grimy. From I mean, shit. Look, what she's around all the time. Right, right. <laughs> so I would want to see. Like it's hard for me to see Margot Robbie in that role for that reason, but not <laughs> Ruby Rose. I don't <laughs> like it's like you could make them do both, but in my brain I'm like, but Margot Robbie's not dirty. <laughs> I don't know why. It's a weird, dumb little thing. Uh, but I wanna see her dirty because <laughs> reasons. <laughs> you know what? You know what? That's a fair it's a fair reason. I um I don't know. Like I'm, I'm trying to think of any other adaptations that we've had that I hated. Oh God, adaptations that sucked. Give me the fucking Dark Tower again, because that first oh, one was God, not yes. good. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, well, there's supposed to be a series that's coming, and I know one thing: it better be better than that fucking piece of shit they tried to pass off as a movie. I'm sorry, you don't take seven oh. novels that spanned over thirty years with multiple characters involved directly in that story and eliminate oh three of the important characters condense it down to 88 minutes and try to tell that whole story that way over seven books no it don't no fuck you no i don't care how great an actor idris elba is and matthew mcconaughey he can be all right all right all right when he wants um but I'm telling you, man, that was just, oof, no. That was the biggest disservice to Idris Elba ever, and it needs to be rectified. <coughs> like, Absolutely. It, yeah. The other one, too, that it's going to... I made the mistake of going back and reading the Miss Peregrine books because we watched the Miss Peregrine movie, and my wife and daughter were talking about, this is horrible. Like, I thought it was pretty good. Well, you've never read the books. It's like, okay, so I go back and read the books, and after doing that, yeah, they need to redo that movie. Mm. <laughs> I have I have I haven't read or watched either, so I have no idea. Dude, it's actually really like if you've never read the books, the movie's okay. It's a fun movie to watch. But if you read the books, that story goes so much deeper and they change so much in the movie for pointless reasons, like completely flipping characters and, and their abilities and their positions in the storyline. For no reason. And it's it's like, okay, yeah. Give us give it to somebody that knows what the fuck they're doing now. I, I think that's that's something for me about adaptations in general, is that you need to give the the directing and, and showrunner or or writer, whatever, first the people in charge of the story, like they have to be passionate about the, the source material. Like we know that making an adaptation, you're not going to make the, an exact replica. You can't do one-to-one because the mediums are different. But right, yeah. There needs to be the spirit there. The thing that drew people into the comic in the first place has to be there in the show or the movie. It has to. And Absolutely. So many times we see it where it's not. It's just not. Because they're like, well, fuck all the people who made it popular in the first place. Let's now make it for the general public who are stupid. It just drives me nuts. I'm not saying that people in general are stupid. I'm just saying. I'm just saying things. Unfortunately, no, we are things. 
No. Unfortunately, <laughs> they are. Yeah, and we know all too well just how bad it can go. <laughs> and I'm not I'm, I'm not calling anyone out there, individual listeners, hey, you're a fucking moron. That's not what I'm saying. There are things that I'm a fucking moron about. There are things that Rob is a fucking moron about. There are things that Most Greg things. is a fucking moron about. That's general <laughs> ignorance. Um, but there are experts in fields, and then there are the everyman. We're the everyman. They, they need to quit trying to tag these big names just to tag a big name to the property. They need to start giving the properties to the people in the industry that have a passion for that storyline or that medium so that they can do it justice. Yeah. I, it's yeah. it's really interesting because uh, the guy that that's in the show, I zombie, which is actually based off a comic as well. Um, uh, uh, Raul, Raul Cooley. He, um, he talked about on a podcast a long time ago when um, Scarlett Johansson was cast as the lead in uh, ghost in the shell. Um, a lot of people were, were furious that she was cast in that role because um, she is, uh, well, white. But um, stupid part about that is if you watch the original Ghost in the Shell or read the manga, her android body looks was, like a white chick. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She's. It, it's, it was, well, it, what he pointed out was he said, uh, you know, being uh, of Middle Eastern descent, I don't remember from where, I don't remember him saying it, but. Um, he has been turned out for roles many, 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 many times because he's not the right uh, uh, ethnicity. Um, but he also says, like, just because I'm not the right ethnicity at the moment doesn't mean that somebody of the same ethnicity of mine with a bigger name wouldn't get the role because they're of a bigger name. Um, he goes, sure, I, I would argue, I would love to see somebody who's not white in that role. That'd be great. But Ultimately, it doesn't matter. Scarlett Johansson is a bankable name. That's why she was cast. Period. And that that honestly wasn't even the part of the movie that was... I didn't mind the Ghost in the Shell flick that much. My problem with it lies completely in the fact that, that once again, like Dark Tower, they tried to cram so much story into... I mean, you've you got a lot of runtime. Years. Yeah, you've got years in the Ghost in the Shell franchise. So, she did a good job as Major Kusanagi. I... I really do believe that like she fit the role, but I, I remember ghost in the shell being one of my like first animes that I ever watched. It was like Akira ghost in the shell. And I don't, I, there was another Fist movie. of the North star. Maybe. No, no, I, I still haven't watched that. Um, maybe it was uh Oh my God. It's a very gory uh, uh, anime with um, a guy who destroys demons. What the fuck? Berserk. Oh, oh yeah, it's from Berserk. Yeah, so I think those were the first three that I ever watched, and people go just go, "Those were your first three? I was like, "Yeah, yeah." You kind of set the bar pretty high. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, absolutely. <coughs> um, yeah, I think you know, like back when uh, uh, Death Note was being made into an adaptation on Netflix, I had this huge problem with how people were reacting to it because, as it's not a great movie. Uh, it's not a great movie on its own merit. It's not. It, it's not because it doesn't follow the anime note to note. Because you can't. You made a movie off of a twenty-six or no, th- sorry, thirty-five episode anime, um, which is also a 
based off of like a 16 book manga. Um, but uh, my biggest problem with how people were reacting to it was they, they were complaining about it in the weirdest ways. Like, oh, the main character of Light um, is not an Asian man. And I'm like, okay, nothing in Death Note says that it has to take place in Japan. Right. Um, as a matter of fact, the guy who wrote the original comic, he did like a one shot where uh, Ryuk came down and, and gave uh, uh, Trump the Death Note. Oh, God. Um, it's really funny because there's like a rule with the death note that I, that of course it's a death note. So you can make whatever really wants, but where like, if you use it in a way that is improper, I don't remember what it is. Like it'll kill you. Um, so Trump uses it incorrectly and just kills him. Um, cause he immediately does. He's given the rules. He's told the rules and he disobeys him immediately, which I was like, huh? <laughs> Seems accurate to me. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I love Death Note. I love that anime a lot. It is silly um, when you know going back and watching it as you know a reasonable adult. Uh, I also watched around the time that Dexter was on TV, so I was just like, these murderers who are trying to hide, but they're killing bad guys. Like it's cool. Uh, but that adaptation, it's bad because the acting is bad. It's bad because they gloss over some of the cooler parts or the cooler things of the death note. They, there are reasons it's bad outside of these obtuse reasons that people like to give it simply because, you know, it's an adaptation that didn't fit their exact standard. I think that's my, one of my biggest issues with how people perceive adaptations, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with liberties being taken as long as it's in the spirit. Yeah. Uh, true to the spirit, you know, characterizations aren't too vastly different. As long as something of the original is recognizable in more than just look, you know. Here's a question for you guys. I think I just thought of this because I have an example immediately. What's, okay. an, adaptation, what's an adaptation of a comic that was better than the comic? Lock and Key. Um, Ooh, the, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, season, season one of the Umbrella Academy, abso-fucking-lutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. My example is Wanted. The James McAvoy movie. I've not seen that. Uh, so, the uh, Rob, have you seen that movie? No. Oh, wow. Um, in the movie, mm-hmm. it's it's designed that not design. It's written that it's a group of assassins who are, uh, who have the ability to, in a sense, like make their movements faster. So they're able to curve bullets. They're able to, um, evade, um, danger very quickly. And, uh, Oh, I take it back. I have seen that one. Okay. I I remember the bullet curving and shit. Um, the movie is good. Right, the movie is not like the greatest fucking movie on the planet, but it's good. Uh, the bullet curving thing is probably the most iconic thing from the movie. Um, the comic is sucks, so it's written by the same guy. I don't remember his name for the life of me. Same guy who did Kingsman. Um, 
But the idea in, in the comic is that in a world much like Marvel or DC, the villains have won. Either all the superheroes have been killed or they're gone into hiding. The villains have also gone into hiding, but they rule the world in an underground society. And um, this young man is uh, Mark Miller, Mark Millar. That's who wrote it. Um, also I should have known that off the top of my head. I know. I, You know me of names. Uh Anyway, so he, yeah, he's he's uh, he's inherited his father's superpower abilities, but he doesn't know what they are. He's then brought into the villain society, and he does a series of assassinations with these powers. Um, it sucks. It's boring. There's a lot of just exposition between pages that just doesn't really matter to the main issue of the plot. It just it's a slog to read, personally. Uh, but man, the movie is fun. And it is nothing like the source material. Hmm. It is loosely based. But I think the movie's better, personally. Well, I mean, you know, you sometimes you'll have those. Uh, and it's nice when you do get those. The movie There's better a lot than... Of, a lot of Mark Millar adaptations. Jesus Christ. There was uh, Kick-Ass... Oh, Kick-Ass well, Kick was, was really good. Kingsman, Civil War. I didn't think Kingsman was all too bad. I haven't seen the second one yet, but the first one was good. I really like both Kingsman movies. I really do. Uh, Sad part is my little brother actually bought me the, the second one on DVD, and I still haven't watched it yet. That was like <laughs> two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, actually, the the there's a uh, a comic that Mark Millar wrote for Judge Dredd that was turned into the movie Dredd, which is a fantastic movie. If you have, yes. oh my god, yes, that version. Was You're talking so about the new version, good. right? The one yes, that had Carl Urban playing. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch that movie any day of the week. It is so good. Much better than the RoboCop adaptation that they redid. That hurt. <laughs> it wasn't I, horrible, but it wasn't good. Yeah, I was going to say was no I need for it. I didn't think it was a bad movie, but they it clearly to me was like someone wrote a script and they were like, this kind of reminds me. It reminds me of Robocop. You know, what? let's we have that property. Why don't we just slap Robocop on it and say it's Robocop? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of um. I don't know if you guys know this, but the last two. Uh, Die Hard movies were not Die Hard movies when it was written. Uh, that they? doesn't surprise me because the one, uh, which one was the one with his daughter? Uh, the fifth one? That was with a vengeance, wasn't it? Oh, fuck. Now I gotta look them up. Yeah, I don't because remember. I'll look it up. Oh my god, I didn't know this, but the that terrible 2015 Fantastic Four movie was based off of a Mark Millar uh, when he wrote yeah. Ultimate Fantastic Four. It was yeah. based on something other than just That's characters. Yeah, it was. It was supposed to be based off of the Ultimate Fantastic Four. 
Which, if that's the case, if if the Ultimate Fantastic Four is as bad as that movie, I don't want to read it. But I highly no, doubt the Ultimate Fantastic Ultimate Fantastic Four was good. Okay, so there was Die Hard, Die Hard Two, Die Hard Three, which was Die Hard with a Vengeance. The fourth one was Live Free or Die Hard, and the fifth was, one was a Good Day to uh, Die Hard. Yeah, fourth. I don't even think I've seen the fifth one. It's, I didn't uh, even know that was a thing. It's bad. Very bad. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm just trying to think of other adaptations. I, I'm. I think I'm tapped out. <laughs> I got a. I got one that was actually. In, I might catch some flack for this one too. The Wachowskis right. version of Speed Racer. I actually prefer that over the original. I love oh, yeah. that movie so fucking much. Oh, oh man, it was awesome. You can tell the the quality of a person's like worth whether they like that movie or not. I agree. Explain. <laughs> it's a joke. It's honestly a joke, but it's a joke. Uh, um, that movie no, is a lot of fun. It's like if somebody to me says that they don't like that movie or that movie's bad, it's usually an indicator that they didn't they didn't pay attention to it. Um, it's an indicator to me that they watched it with the intent that it needed to be exactly like the the anime or something to that effect, because that movie is. Like it's to me, it has a lot of the inspiration from the anime. Um, well, the anime didn't really have a super deep storyline to begin with. No, but yeah. they come with the over top, over the topness with the colors and stuff. Yeah, uh, and that did over that. That was an acid trip on the screen, man. It was great. Oh, it's fun. Oh, dude, I love that movie. It's really funny because the Wachowski, the Wachowski siblings, haven't made a better movie since that one. Yeah. They really haven't, but I'm hoping for for uh, Matrix Four to be good. I'm hoping. Wow, two and three weren't. I disagree. I would have to agree with Greg on this one. I kind of like two and three. I think I they could have made one. They could have made one. It would have been a perfect standalone. I don't get me wrong. I agree with you there. But I don't think that The Matrix Reloaded and The Matrix Revelation are bad movies by any stretch of the imagination. I didn't think they were good. I wouldn't call them terrible, but I didn't like them. Hold on, pulling up the Wachowskis uh, IMDb. May have to revisit them. It's been a while. I don't know. Um, if, I think I, I, I just I enjoyed the storyline through it. The first one is the best. I mean, it's just. Oh, yeah. But the other two, I, I thought, were strong continuations of the story. I mean, it all made sense together. It all worked together. Yeah, they I did. think I think one of the biggest issues that uh, um, Revelations and, and Reloaded... Not Reloaded. Is it Reloaded? No. What, I just had it on my phone. Reloaded and Revolutions. Reloaded. God damn. Uh, I think the biggest issue that they had is they they kind of strayed away from what made the first one so good uh, mm-hmm. or so enjoyable a little bit. They wanted to go more cerebral with their story. Um, there were cerebral moments in the matrix, but it was like, it, it felt like it flowed a little bit better with the action and the cerebralness. Whereas <laughs> reloaded and revelations was like, uh, we're going to break your brain. We're going to really try to break your brain. Um, so I think a lot of people saw like a, a sense of, um, uh, oh my God, a sense of 
pretentiousness to it. Yeah. I think that turned them off a little bit, but I remember watching it and sitting there thinking like, I've seen anime as good as this. I've, so that's, I don't know. I, I really like them. Have you, have you ever seen the animatrix? I watched it, but I, it's been so long. I don't remember much about it. I go through about once a year and I'll watch the entire matrix trilogy though. Honestly, I, I need to do the same. I, I haven't watched it in a very long time, but I remember love like I had the I had the box set that had like it was like ten discs. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, it was like ten DVDs. Yeah, it was nuts. I wanted the bigger one that had like that that like opened up and turned into like a giant thing, but it was like four hundred dollars. I was like, yeah, I don't have that. I have the ninety. I can get the ninety dollar one. I've just got uh, the three basic Blu-rays for it, but. I was a huge fan of the Matrix back in the day. Like it was like I, I remember for years there, Matrix was my favorite movie. Oh, uh, same here. I uh Josh, did you ever watch Animatrix? I did not. It's a it's about it's about the length of a film, but it's an anthology series. So it has like 15 short animated features that are all done by anime directors, including like the guy who did Cowboy Bebop and, uh, um, oh my God, there's one, uh, the guy who did Ghost in the Shell. Oh wow, the that did okay. Ghost in the Shell, something like that. But they're all they're all little short stories, essentially, uh, which I fucking love. It kind of reminded me, I was like, like I remember saying, oh shit, they're doing a uh, a similar little thing like um, uh, heavy metal. Which I'm sure you guys have seen Heavy Metal. Yeah. Heavy Metal 2000 yeah. sucks, by the way. Just heavy. The red. It heavy wasn't. Metal. It it wasn't good. <laughs> I love Heavy Metal. But yeah, I was looking at their IMDb and I was like, yeah, because they did the Matrix movies. Um, they apparently wrote Enter the Matrix, which I didn't realize. Which I played the hell out of that game. It has not aged well. Just FYI. No, but when it came out, it was actually pretty awesome. <laughs> It was fantastic. Um, and they worked on the Matrix online game. Did that ever materialize? No. God no. It was a mess from the get. There's a there's a there's an on like there's a like a 40 minute video you can watch online about the history of that game, and it is it's pretty bad. Uh the video or just the history of everything with that game? <laughs> the history. Okay. Very specifically, the history. I just wanted to. I just wanted to clarify. <laughs> um, I'm looking at Lana specifically right now, but it, it doesn't matter because, as far as I know, Lana and, and um, oh, what's her sister's name? I'm drawing a blank. Lily. That's what it is. Uh, they um, they've only directed a handful of movies. But uh, Cloud Atlas was an absolute disaster, and Je- Jupiter Ascending is unwatchable. So, but they also did Sense Eight on Netflix, which got canceled. I think it got canceled. Yeah, it did. Yeah, but the last movie they did that I think was is is I think their their magnum opus is Speed Racer. Because I'll watch Speed Racer over the Matrix, any of the Matrixes, any day. Yeah. I have to agree with that. It's just a lot of goddamn fun. Oh yeah! Plus, you get to see the Mach Five in live action. 
<laughs> the car guy in me just goes, put it in my driveway. <laughs> just for a day. Let me have it for a day. <laughs> well, you'd end up killed. It would be worth it. Um, well, guys, if you have an adaptation that you would like to be see be made into a movie or you uh, you would like to see an adaptation be redone because the original was so bad, let us know. Um, we'll hit up all the social medias at the end of the show if you don't already know them. Uh, but we'd like to hear what you guys say because, you know, we haven't read everything, obviously. Uh, but I do have another topic for you guys. And this one, I think will be a lot more uh, fun. <laughs> I don't know how to put it that way. While I was doing DoorDash with my dad, because that's what I do almost all the fucking time. So this is where I come up with topics. Um, my dad kind of hates peanut butter. And I say kind of because a spoon of peanut butter, he's great with. He'll eat that any day of the week. Combine peanut butter with anything, it's gross. What? Oh, yeah. That's... He doesn't. He doesn't like Reese's peanut butter cups. He doesn't like Reese's pieces. He doesn't like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. He doesn't. Dude, peanut butter and chocolate is God's gift to humanity. So, <laughs> oh, I agree. Uh, Josh, do you remember when you were talking about? It was a. It was an episode of our show a while back about putting peanut butter on a hamburger. Yeah, dude, we it's were awesome. Okay, we were talking about it with Matt Hurd a couple episodes back. We were listening to that episode, and my dad goes like, "We you guys said that." My dad just goes, "Oh, oh." And I was like, why is it so gross? And he's like, peanut butter on a hamburger? It sounds disgusting. And it got me thinking, not that like this was more recently, uh, because I have similar things. What is a popular food combination that you hate? Oh, God. Up here, easy one. Ketchup on scrambled eggs. What the actual fuck? I agree with you there, actually. My wife does that shit. It's like, everybody in Wisconsin does it, and I just shake my head. It's like, how? <laughs> I hate, I don't like ketchup on a lot of things to begin with, but on scrambled eggs just ruins them. Ketchup is good for French fries, tater tots, and that's it. <laughs> oh, it, uh, you get a cheeseburger. You can have ketchup on a cheeseburger. Yeah, I, was gonna say, I usually like it on a but cheeseburger. It's, but it's got to have mustard with it on a burger, though. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And the I mustard has it. to outweigh the ketchup. So, so one of mine, and I, uh, I've talked about it on the podcast before, is um, I'm not the world's biggest fan of fruit pie, but I'll eat a piece of pie, even if it's a fruit pie. It doesn't matter. It's a dessert. It's delicious. It's just not my go-to. You want to ruin something for me? Make it an a la mode. Put ice cream on something warm, and I'm mad. Oh, see, I love me some a la mode. That my is. Dad, my dad was watching a recipe on his phone, and they had like this woman baked fresh brownies, like like triple chocolate brownies, and puts a big old scoop of vanilla ice cream on top, and it's like melting through. I'm just like, oh. Oh, and then you dump a big old helping of fucking hot fudge on it. Oh, oh that's my jam. Sorry. <laughs> I, here's, here's my here's my issue with that. I like a brownie because the brownies are chewy and they're nice. And then I like ice cream because it's nice and cold. And I like them separately. You put them together, the ice cream starts to melt, and you make the brownie soggy. Gross to me. I do. Uh, why? What's the point? See, I, I have that. I have that issue with. Do you they, dunk Oreos in milk? Yes. 
Yeah, but I don't let the cookie get grossly soggy like it was chewed in someone's mouth. Oh, dude, it's I turn that shit to mush. <laughs> I don't. I, I, I it's 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 very light. Like it's it's a. Uh, I dip it in there for a few minutes, not minutes, I'm sorry, a few seconds, and then I, I bring it back out when it's absorbed some of the milk, but not enough to take away the crunch. See, I have that issue with, they call it chip beef on toast up here. We call it shit on shit a shingle. On shingle. Oh, I've had I, shit on a shingle. I, I cannot eat that at all. Dude, I fucking love <laughs> shit on a shingle. Oh, I cannot eat it. It just, it, for whatever reason, that, that whole consistency, which is weird because like, if biscuits and gravy are done right, I'll eat the hell out of biscuits and gravy. Yeah. But they don't get here. soggy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you do the biscuits right, they don't get super soggy. But like when you do shit on a shingle, the bread just turns to this paste. Well, if you do the gravy it's, right, well, you got to soak into the fucking biscuit. <clears throat> you you, you got to get make sure that toast on shit on a shingle is super toasted. And Ugh. you don't put so much gravy on it. To where it's going to turn it to fucking paste is you you just did not had good shit on a shingle, sir. Dude, I live down <laughs> south. I've had shit on a shingle every which way, and nobody's ever done it well enough for me to want to eat it. I bet you if I made some, you'd like it. Because I'm well, very picky. Well, we'll tr- we'll have, next time I'm down that direction, <laughs> we're going to challenge that, and you're going to make shit on a shingle. I will make <laughs> you shit on a shingle, and if you don't like it, then you can make me something that I say that I hate that you think I would like. I'm going to put some pineapple on a fucking pizza for you. Oh, God, that's another combo that I can't stand. Motherfuck. I love this pineapple. This better be some great shit on the shingle, then. I love pineapple, <laughs> too, but not on pizza. No, it's like, I hate that. I hate that. Dep- I, can, I, can, I can eat it if it's like the pizza is what they call Hawaiian style. Like if it's yeah. barbecue sauce instead of marinara. That's and, the only uh, way I can do it too. And ham on it with the pineapple. It's the only way I can do pineapple on a pizza. Yeah, that's the only way I'll do it too. I've had peaches on a pizza on like a regular. Uh, Here's the thing: it's actually not bad because when you cook the when you cook the peaches on it, they lose a lot of the um, the grossness that you would think. So you just get a lot of the sweet. Um, and I don't mind se- sweet and savory. I think that works really well together. What I don't like about the pineapple on on the the sweet and savory is the tanginess of pineapple. Like that I love pudding. that's my favorite part of the pineapple is the tanginess. No, I'm saying on pizza, I don't like that. Mm. Like eating pineapple by itself, love it, fucking love it. Um, but on pizza, like that that tanginess that goes, ugh, oh, ha, it just does not mix well. I'll tell you another food combination that I tried that doesn't mix well. Uh, pancake and uh, Slim Jims. <laughs> That's not a popular one because I made that one up. but Because wait, he was wait. thinking. That's an yeah. actual thing? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, I, it was for a minute oh. for Greg. So we got the, like a big box of the, um, the turbo-sized fucking Slim Jims that are basically like, I want to say they're about a dime in diameter. Like a dime size. Yeah, thing. like a monster size Slim Jim. There you go, monster size. Got a whole box of those. And then we had a situation at a uh, a restaurant called the Black Bear Diner where the customer like fucked up and didn't want the order because she didn't get exactly what she wanted. So we had to cancel the order, but they had already made it. So they just gave it to my dad and I. Um, so I had these pancakes in the back seat and I was and I had the Slim Jims and I said, I wonder. <laughs> oh, God. And, and I was uh, telling him, 
Nope. Nope. So nope. have you ever had like um uh pancake and sausage together? Oh yeah. Yeah. Pancake and like sausage on batter- a stick is awesome. Yeah, like corn dogs, but it's pancakes and sausage. Right. I mean, like, hell, yeah. McDonald's has the McGriddles, you know. They're essentially <laughs> little syrup-filled pancakes with a piece of sausage. Yeah. Uh, the thing that makes I, those I get what you were looking to go for, but that, that then, and I was saying, no, that's not going to work. Just because it's sweet and savory doesn't mean it'll work together. Right. Because that particular set of spices used in the savory is not going to use with that particular blend of sweet. I was trying to tell him that. He's like, nope, I'm going to make a TikTok video. Now, I, I might be a little biased because I have a real bad bias against Slim Jim. When oh, I worked I for, well, I used to work for SNS Cycle. The CEO for SNS was college buddies with the CEO for the Slim Jim, and they used to send us like cases of this shit. So at one point in time, I had six drawers of my desk full of boxes of Slim Jims, and I was eating these sons of bitches like for lunch and snack. And it's like after about the third or fourth week, I'm like, oh, I'm fucking over this. I never want to see another one again. I was giving them the Dude, dogs. Got- I was throwing them out the window, going down the car for I've the birds. Seen- I've seen dogs refuse a Slim Jim. Hell, like the texture of them on the inside when you chew it, it's like packed fine sawdust. I'm sorry, it just yeah. Is. So I've I've told you how they how those are made, right? Like I've explained. Oh, I know. Yeah, I don't know why yeah. it turns into that that texture because it's just it's just jerky fried hot dog. That's all it is. Well, let's be fair. Hot dogs aren't great either. Say they were, but I don't know why. If jerkifying a hot dog turns it into this fibrous mess, I don't know. The problem is, is they're not using good <laughs> hot dogs because you can make good hot dogs. Yes, and then you can all make the beef sh- hot dogs are good. The ones they have at the store and those ninety-five cent packages with Bar the. S? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that's yeah. what they're using for Slim Jims. Yeah, you're probably right about that. I don't know. The the, the thing was is I thought I thought maybe maybe. The, the flavor of a Slim Jim was going to kind of mix with a pancake, but it wasn't going to be a good flavor. I was never under the illusion it was going to be a good flavor. What made it bad wasn't what I thought was going to happen. And that was, it was just going to have, I was going to have pancake and Slim Jim in my mouth and it was never going to mix. Not one time did it become an amalgamous flavor. It was just, that's pancake and that's Slim Jim. Completely separately in my mouth at the same time. You understand how chewing works, right, Greg? I swear to God, Josh. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the problem. Chewing both at the same time never turned into one flavor. Like, again, sausage and pancake, one flavor. You you bit both in your mouth, and it turns into one flavor. This never did. (laughs) So weird. So weird. So, it's because Slim Jim cannot combine with anything. It rejects all others around it. That's fair. You know what? That's, why I, reject, that's why I reject the Slim Jim. Oh. <laughs> uh, what other, like, do you guys, can you guys think of any combos that people love that you hate? Steak uh, sauce. Steak sauce on anything but breakfast steak. There's another going with the ketchup thing. There's guys up here that put fucking a one on everything, and the grossest one I saw was a one on steamed cauliflower. Oh god! Oh god! Well, you said breakfast steak. Anything other than breakfast steak? Like, what do you mean by that? Breakfast steaks, 
are typically like your cheaper cuts, like your oh, gotcha. Ah, uh, what do they call them? Like the round, not not even like the ground round steaks. They're basically hamburger chop round, chop um... round. Yeah. Okay, I understand. Okay, and that makes sense. Cheap, shitty cuts of meat that they do with you know, small breakfast steak. They need a little kick in the pants. I yeah, mean, I, yeah. Like if you may, if you get a steak that's cooked by a proper chef and they use like garlic and thyme and they you know baste it in butter and yada yada, you don't want to put anything on that. Oh hell no. Um, yeah, but these these steaks here can't be saved and churched up that way. You have to drown it in a one. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a diner steak. Exactly what I like to call it. Uh, okay, that makes sense. But on cauliflower. He put it on fucking steam cauliflower. And it's not like it's the first time I've seen it. It happens all the time up here. They put A1 on it. Goddamn everything. I have never like, heard of that. It sounds terrible. It, it's spicy ketchup. I, li- yeah. I, like it on a, I like it on a burger <laughs> on occasion. It's good on a burger. I'll put it in mm-hmm. when I'm making hamburgers. I can yes. put a little bit of that Mix in there. it into the ground beef to give it a little bit of flavor. Yes. Mm-hmm. I do but, that too. Yeah. I, I, I've seen it on eggs. I've seen it on... Uh, hot dogs i've seen it on one of the guys at work uses it as a salad dressing it's, you work with weird people what the i fuck? live in wisconsin they do some dopey shit up here with food it's they make great sausages up here they make cheese. decent beer and they make good cheese anything else is tragic like you would think you would think a uh, state that is full of cows, they would make a good steak up here. They know fucking nothing about making meat right. You know what's really interesting? Uh, this goes to the steak thing. Um, my dad was watching a special on on <coughs> like different people throughout history that made something very popular. Um, so it was like a history on Colonel Sanders and yada, yada, yada. Um, and they did, a, they did one on the guy who created ketchup. Uh, do you know why ketchup was originally created? Uh, preserving tomatoes? No, because meat was rancid. And oh, you needed a way to eat it without gagging. Uh, so slathering in ketchup, but over time, also ketchup didn't taste like it does now. Like back then, uh, back then it was more like Heinz Fifty Seven. Um, so it makes sense. That A1 and Heinz 57 and ketchup exist for that reason. We know how to cook steak today. <laughs> There's no and reason. It's, it's, we know how to get it to the store without it being rancid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I was just fucking, I was like, God. Oh my God. I, I, that's the, I, I, I have heard some weird combinations, but putting A1 on anything vegetable based is disgusting. Yeah, I, I wasn't real. Like they do weird shit up here and it just makes me shake my head. It's like if your food is bad enough that you can't eat it without A1 all over it, maybe learn to cook better. Yeah, no kidding. Jesus. But yeah, I can't really think of anything else that uh, is a bad I can't. Combo. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I'm sure there are multiples out there that I don't like. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll Google some gross food combinations. Let's see. Gross food combinations perfect here we go oh lord in heaven <laughs> hold on all right here we go Whew. oatmeal cookies and garlic sausage what the hell no. 
But I love oatmeal cookies, especially oatmeal raisin cookies. Those are my favorite cookies, followed closely by peanut butter cookies. Um, Fantastic. Have you ever done peanut butter cookies that are dipped in chocolate and then set to harden, the chocolate to harden? Oh, yeah. And I I would rather just, to me, that's blasphemous to the peanut butter cookie because the peanut butter cookie is delicious enough to stand on its own. And I like the chocolate as an enhancer, but I don't want it to taint my peanut butter cookie. That's fine. I don't really care yeah. much. Like peanut butter cookies for me are one of those take it or leave it kind of things. Like I like them, <laughs> but they're not high on the chain. So you throw some chocolate on there. Um, yeah, we're good. <laughs> I'm it's, good it's with that. Pretty fantastic. I'm not gonna lie. I, I loved it. Um, so the person here says, "Dad's oatmeal cookies and garlic sausage." My grandfather introduced it to me and called it the the bachelor's treat. That sounds like a bad bet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, yuck. All right, here's the next one. Hot Cheetos and cream cheese. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, I was like, that wouldn't be too bad. Oh, my daughter loves hot Cheetos. I I tried that one day because I do hot uh, cream cheese with Fritos. Ooh, that's, yeah, I like that one. And then I'm like, well, she goes, I want to try it. So she tried it. She's like, this is actually pretty good. So I I did. One of of, uh, my favorites in regards to Fritos is uh, Fritos and uh, sour cream. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. All right. Uh, let's see. The next one down is uh, <laughs> hot dogs with applesauce. Oh, no. Ugh. No. <laughs> Sounds Ugh. awful. Now, okay, speaking of people up here and weird food shit, I grew up down south. One of the things we did down there is chili dogs with coleslaw. Mm-hmm fucking delicious i did that up here and got looked at like i was ruining every piece of food anybody had ever touched Wait, it was what dude i remember going do what what was the the combo again i didn't quite chili dogs like your your traditional beanless chili over hot dogs like good beef all beef hot dogs with homemade coleslaw yeah i can't do that (laughs) Oh, it's delicious. That's dude. A, it's very popular down here. Um, it's so good. I, I don't like coleslaw. That's my problem. I don't like coleslaw. Oh. Yeah, I don't. Either. I've had good coleslaw, coleslaw but I, I don't know. I hate cabbage, so anything that's cabbage based can fuck right the fuck off. Um, that's just me. I don't like it. I know you guys, Greg, especially. I know you like sauerkraut, but I love sauerkraut. Not me. Oh, I like yeah. kraut, like kraut. And sauerkraut and weenie, uh, the whatever kraut wieners, whatever that shit is. Blech. I know some people dig it, not me. Oh, sauerkraut over a good brat. Yeah, that's money, baby. Sauerkraut, mustard, <laughs> and uh, sorry, brat, mustard, sauerkraut. That's a that perfect. Yep. And then don't do anything else. Sometimes, if it if if I if if I'm feeling funky, I'll do. Uh, I'll put uh, uh, some sautéed uh, onions on top. That works, because that works with the sauerkraut. Right. Occasionally, I'll do a little bit of, of pickle relish over it, too. Ooh, that's, yeah, that's not bad. Uh, the next one on here is provolone cheese and peanut butter. That's nope. actually good, too. I can't and do only, cheese, cheese and, not, and peanut butter, no. Not well, just, okay, you can't, like, not just to take a bunch of peanut butter, slap it on a piece of cheese and eat it. But there's a place up here that does this burger, and it's provolone cheese, 
an over easy egg and peanut butter. And it's fucking great. The the thing about provolone cheese is that it doesn't have a strong flavor to begin with. So if you're eating that, you're just eating like peanut butter with peanut like it's just peanut butter. That's all you're going to be tasting. I can't I can't imagine how that would taste bad because provolone is such a light flavor. Right. But um all right, the next one on here is cool whip and peanut butter. Don't know why you're just making That's... like a half-assed uh um Fluffy Nutter. Yeah. I, I don't get why that's a bad combination. That sounds pretty good, actually. I mean, th- you think about all the different versions of peanut butter desserts that you put whipped cream on. Yeah. Uh, there are some that use Cool Whip, some that use cream cheese, some that use, you know, heavy whipping cream. I mean, yeah, that's always a good combo. French fries dipped in applesauce. No. What about French fries dipped in a Wendy's chocolate frosty? That's, That's awesome. <laughs> I fucking hate it. Oh, what the fuck is this? A grilled cheese with chocolate chips in the sandwich when it's being cooked. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> Sounds awful. Jesus. Oh. I've seen I've seen somebody take garlic bread and dip it in chocolate pudding and swear it was good. So I tried it. It's actually good. This is something you can find up. at Disneyland? A chocolate chip grilled cheese. What kind of shitty cheese are they using that they need to put chocolate chips in it to mask the flavor? It looks like it looks like a mozzarella a mozzarella cheddar uh, blend is what it looks like. Then it's probably weak ass Colby Jack. That's yeah. Cool. Colby Jack chip cheese. If I'm having a grilled cheese, I want that savory. I don't want any sweet with that. That's not right. My mom, man, when she used to make grilled cheeses for us when we were a kid, she used to put like a little bit of sugar on the fucking bread on the inside next to the cheese to make them sweeter. I was like, oh, why is this sweet? Ones at school don't taste like this. And put sugar on it. I was like, don't. She must have been using that plastic cheese that comes in the wraps because that's probably the only way you're going to mask that flavor. <laughs> oh, God, so, that is so bad. So these three items... Are, con- are combined in a cup to make a soup of sorts. It's a cold soup, but it's a soup. And it's avocados, ice, and uh, condensed milk. Uh, oh. Oh. I love I an avocado, do- but that sounds disgusting. Avocado uh, belongs in, in guacamole, and that's it. It belongs I, in the garbage. I'll, Fuck it. I hardly disagree with you guys. <laughs> and then again, I grew up in California. Like, we have a lot of avocado-based things over here. A lot. I okay, I will say, avocado. I, I had some fresh avocado on tacos at the new Mexican restaurant here in town, and they were really good. They were street tacos. It uh, was ground. It was actually chicken-based, like ground or shredded chicken, and it had avocado and tomato and um, like a pesto or whatever. Or not pesto, um, pico de gallo. But they oh, used yeah, avocado yeah. and tomato and onion. And it, oh, they were actually really good. Ketchup on white rice. No. Don't no. Know Don't know why. It's just Hell ketchup at that, that no. point. Hell no. It's just chewy ketchup. <laughs> I don't get no. it. Dude, uh, white rice with a little bit of real butter. Money. 
but dude down here down here a, a way to serve rice for breakfast you know how people will do oatmeal like cooked oatmeal with a little bit of sugar a little bit of butter in it right do that with white rice same way it's actually really fucking good it's more probably about the same as doing grits because rice isn't too far off flavor wise from so I'm just, yeah. I'm just scrolling down. I'm just scrolling down this list to find the worst ones, and this one's pretty bad. Chocolate chip cookies dipped in ranch dressing. No, That's why awful. would you do that? Oh my! I've heard some. First bad of all, shit. fuck ranch dressing. Period. I agree. Uh, chocolate chip cookies are horrible. I mean, oh, you now, can now. get a. You can get a good one if they're fresh. I'm like, if you make some fresh, really good homemade chocolate chip cookies, great. Most pre-baked store-bought chocolate chip cookies are trash. Oh, yeah, those are trash. But every time my wife makes chocolate chip cookies, I start stealing them right off the cooling rack and dipping them in milk. That's like money to me. The only uh, chocolate chip cookies that I'm willing to buy in a package is the chewy um, chip. Soft batch. Yeah, that's it. And those aren't even, you know, comparable to homemade. By any stretch of the imagination, I agree. Baked, I should say, because I've had I like the ones at uh, Subway are not too bad. No, yeah, they're okay, but their oatmeal raisin and their peanut butter are far, far superior. Oh, their oatmeal raisin cookies are dope, and so are the white chocolate macadamia ones. Oh, so good. Uh, let's see, strawberry jam and sour cream. There's a lot of ketchup mixed with things. I saw noodles and just saw popcorn. <laughs> Man, I had a friend growing up. He would take popcorn, like microwave popcorn, and pour milk over top of it in a glass and eat it uh, like it was fucking cereal. I'm just uh, speaking of cereal. I just saw one that makes me fucking just... I, I, it's, I, it's so gross. Uh, cereal and orange juice. No. Why? No. That's so bad. Depends on the cereal, I guess, but doesn't seem conventional. Even then, like, it's just, I, oh, I, I what, what, you, uh, butter and sugar. That's fine. Like, you literally use that's, butter and sugar to make a fucking buttercream. Yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, that's not weird. That's cinnamon and sugar toast without the cinnamon. Yeah, exactly. That's not a weird combo at all. Um, Oh God! Peanut butter and pickles. Oh, Seen wait a it. minute. Seen it done. Pinkerton. Our friend Chris Pinkerton, if you're nasty, um, he uh, makes a sandwich. It is cinnamon raisin toast, peanut butter, bananas, pickles, and what else on it, Rob? I think that's it. There's something else on it. Bacon. Oh, yeah. Cinnamon toast. Cinnamon raisin toast. Slithered in peanut butter. Bananas. Bacon. And pickles. He eats that shit. And he eats that shit and loves it. Oh. Yeah. I, I no. Oh. <laughs> Makes me sad. He's posted pictures of it. And I'm just like, not for me. And I've seen people look at it and say, God damn, I want to try that. And he swears they're good. 
Oh, grapes and cheese nips. First off, cheese nips. Why? <laughs> when there's you know cheese that's right there. Um, but grapes. <laughs> Sounds like a really bad relish tray. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. We got pineapple and uh, not pineapple. I'm sorry. Apple pie and cheese. That's actually a fairly common. That's thing. actually. Yeah. Apples that's really cheese. good. Apples and cheese are a very common pairing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially cheddar. Yep. Uh, yeah. My grandpa used to do a, a slice of cheddar melted over his apple pie. Yeah, there's a dessert at Taco John's up here that that's all it is. It's a deep fried tortilla with cinnamon and sugar over the top of it. Uh, apple, like apple pie filling and cheddar cheese. And that's like popular as fuck. So this list only has 30 and the last one is awful. But the 29th one is uh, peanut butter and hamburger. And that works great. Right. <laughs> uh, the last one here is just... It's just cream of the crop terrible. Uh, grapes and curry. Oh, that Ooh. doesn't even sound appealing. Nope, mm -mm. not in the slightest. Oh. No. That has to be one of the worst. I thought peanut butter and pickles was bad. That sounds fucking atrocious. Creepy I curry. Oh. I had a curry that was done with... Um, they had green bell peppers in it. Normally I'm like green bell peppers work with a lot of shit and it just does not work. And I can't imagine anything sweeter than that being in there. Yeah. Oh, you. All right. Well, now that my stomach hurts a little bit from talking about this, um, I was hungry, but <laughs> we should do our outro. And, yeah, uh, not, not anymore. <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking bad. Well, before uh, before you go, everybody, uh, make sure to follow us on all the social medias down below. And remember, our friend Tim uh, is having difficulty gathering the expenses to uh, proceed with his mother's burial. And if you have a little bit to give, every little bit helps. Please do. The link will be down below in the description. Uh, as for me, if you want to follow me on, on the internet, you can do so. I'm on Facebook under my regular name. My profile is public, so you can follow me on anything linked there, such as Instagram or Twitter. Uh, as for shows you can catch me on other than this show every Friday, I'm on two on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel. One is every other Wednesday night. It's figure banging, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, it's a live action figure review show. And, you know, we had a fun time last night on last night's episode. We looked at something new. Go check it out. And then every Friday night around 9 p.m. Eastern on MPSP Theater with now everybody that I've been doing that show with has been on this show, which is great. As Rob was the guest we needed to complete the set. So it's me and Rob and Russ and Nick and Sam. I'm the short back. <laughs> every, every week we talk about just various things in the nerd and entertainment industry across comics, TV shows, movies, what have you. And we bust each other's balls a lot and it's a lot of fun. Well, that's everywhere you can find me. Hey, Rob, what about you? Uh, obviously the Facebooks. We all know the Facebooks. Everybody's on it. 
we can find boy. me as Josh was saying, MPSP theater on the realm of collectors on Friday nights, hanging out with him and the, our other three goofball castmates. Cause we're all awesome. Uh, Friday or Saturday nights. You can find me on Fox Valley Gunpla's YouTube channel, turning plastic into something with a few other guys from the local club up here. And once again, talking shit and laughing at everybody. Otherwise weird life or Rob on Instagram. When I get time to post. Nice. Nice. Anything else you want to say or add in at the end here? Watch MPSP. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Greg, where are you at? I'm on all socials at uh, Chub Rock Geek. I I know I've been talking about it a lot, and eventually we will get to another uh, Jackbox stream. Uh, It's just a little harder to plan these days with everything going on. new issues constantly occurring up plus during the summertime it's always hard for me to you know stream mm-hmm. um if you don't know my room is really really badly ventilated plus it's upstairs so when it's like 90 degrees outside it's like 85 in my room Ooh. so when it's 100 outside it's like 90 to 95 in my room it's really bad um so i i uh i can't really stream <laughs> when it's that hot uh, but I do want to try to get some streams in eventually before the fifth or sorry, the seventh party pack comes out because they've announced all five games, by the way. Awesome. Um, yeah, there's a few in there that are uh, I meant to bring this up to you earlier, Josh. Um, but well, it's uh, too late now. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, it's <laughs> <sighs> Josh, you're the worst. I, was actually I really be- am. Um. Give me two seconds and I'll bring it up because I wanted to talk to, I wanted to let the audience know what they've announced. Um, I'm trying to find it. Here we go. Nope. That's, that's not what I was looking for. Nope. That's uh, so there's, there's brain trying to work in real There's, time. there's champed up and champed up is the idea of like building a superhero off of everybody else's drawings. It's kind of like TKO, but um, a bit different. A bit different. So um, there's Blather Around, which looks like a word-based game. Um, like uh, it looks like one player has a word that they or has a phrase or something. They have to get everyone else to guess what it is, but they can only give like one word clues or something like that. Is kind of what it reminds me of. Um. Quiplash 3, obviously. Talking Points, which... uh, Talking Points is cool. So, um, the general idea of this game, Josh and Rob, if you care enough, is uh, everybody in the the group who's playing has to give short speeches that revolve revolve entirely around uh, responding to slides that you haven't seen in advance. So, you have to give a TED Talk with slides, you don't know what they are. Oh wow! <laughs> they pull that. They pull that bit on uh, impractical jokers a lot. Yeah. Okay. Like as you know, challenges. They have to go in and give presentations in like a boardroom for this, and they're touted as experts in their field of whatever it is, and they have no idea what they're about to present. 
and then they'll say something and then the next slide pops up and it'll be something just absolutely embarrassing and horrible. It's funny as hell. Yeah, that's basically what uh, talking points are. <clears throat> that one will be fun. Yeah, that one. I think that'll be a lot of fun. So yeah, there's Quiplash 3, Champed Up, Talking Points, uh, Blather Around. Is that five or is that just That's four? four. What's the fifth that's four. game? I'm trying to remember what the fifth game is. I'm drawing a complete blank here and it's not on there. Let's see. If I go here, Jackpot Party Pack 7. It's not Quiplash 3 because we've gotten Quiplash. No, that was... Quiplash XL. Yeah. Um, Devils in the Details. That's the last game. Uh, Devils in the Details. Uh, you and your friends play as a family of friendly devils who move from the underworld to an average suburban neighborhood. In order to fit in, you'll work together to compete or to complete as many mundane human chores as you can. Just like real life, you'll deal with plumbing emergencies, annoying neighbors, and of course, your own terrible family. Hmm. It says, it, says, it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, of uh, Bomb Squad. Yeah. So we'll see how good that, I mean, there's always one in the pack that's awful, so. Sounds like it might be that one. What, and I'm not, yeah. you know what? Every time a pack <clears throat> comes out, I guess which one is going to be the bad one. And I guess and we're always wrong. Bad, I'm always wrong every time. So, yeah. But I want to get some games in of Jackbox before that pack comes out. So that way we can get some people coming back on an average basis and then join us when that pack comes out. Well, we do have a couple of months. So that's true. <laughs> that doesn't usually come out to what? So, no. End of October, mid October. Yeah, mid October. <clears throat> So it gives us two and a half months. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, if you if you guys want to join us when we eventually do stream, uh, it'll be on my Twitch channel, which is uh, 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 uh twitch.tv slash Um But also, we're, we'll let you guys know when we're going live on all the socials that All Queued Up has, um, including our personals. My personal, which mainly will be on Twitter, but yeah <clears throat> we'll give a time and everything a little ad a little ad thing anyway that's it for me <laughs> awesome well guys let's get out of here it's uh i know you got to start working in, in just over half an hour and rob's got a doctor's appointment in just over what an hour uh i gotta leave in an hour yeah so I'll let you guys get to it, and I'm going to go make me some lunch. There you go. I was going to, but then the food topic happened. No, I'm not so yeah, hungry. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to go eat some, like, cottage cheese and raw oysters some hot sauce. What in the oh, fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> with some chocolate gravy on top of that shit. Uh, and a habanero pepper. That's called spicy redneck poutine, and Greg's going to have to eat it one day. Guys, oh, I hate to I hate God. to announce this today, but the the podcast is canceled. We're never doing this again. No, no, <laughs> no, no, wrong. All right, let's get out of here. All right, all right, <laughs> guys. Later, thank, you everyone. So much, thank you for so much Rob. for listening. Check out um, check out season two of Umbrella Academy and uh, the the Transformers War for Cybertron Siege. We're going to be talking about that next week. Uh, Rob, again, thank, thank you so much for coming on and being available today, Rob. It was oh, so much so. fun. Thanks for having me come in. It was it was a riot. Yeah, I was like, I hope the I hope the topics were uh, were fun. <laughs> oh oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Slightly nauseating in some points, but 
<laughs> you know what? Fair, fair point. Fucking peanut butter and pickles. Oh, God. So bad. All right. Um, yeah, again, guys, watch those two shows. Join us next week. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll see you then. Take care, everybody. Peace.